You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit. One podcast at a time. It is Groom Chiller Week on the podcast. If you're a man and you're getting hitched, then listen to this. Now, I know I have lots and lots of male listeners, and this week is just for you. If you're a lady listening, listen as well. Don't switch off. Stay around. So delighted to welcome on a man. Now, that's not surprising. I've had lots of men on the show, but this this man I'm particularly excited about because not only is he a very knowledgeable man, he's also a man that is uh, paying my bills. That sounds silly, but full disclosure, the lovely Nathan from Menguin.com is a, well, he's a sponsor of this wonderful podcast. Welcome to the show, Nathan. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> first time listener, first time caller. Is that what we're supposed to say? I think so. I think so. Uh, and, and I apologize if the Texas accent comes out a little bit too. Oh, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for an accent, Nathan. Now, look, it's so lovely. When we first started talking, this is like six months ago, I was so delighted to be introduced to your business and what you do. And I thought that you would be a perfect guest to have on the show for Groom Chiller Week because you basically are in the business of dressing men in a way that makes them look good. That's what we do uh, over at Men. <laughs> yes, for sure. Make it easy on the guys as well. We're going to talk a lot about clothing and attire, but we're also going to be talking a lot about I think I would like to say some of the myths behind weddings and guys not wanting to be involved and the whole groom stuff being a sort of second place, you know, silver medalist in the wedding industry. Because I get a bit annoyed, Nathan, when it comes to, I want to use air quotes here, the mainstream wedding uh, industry, and it's all about the bride. It's all about the ladies. And I think sometimes we forget about the blokes and they're pretty important yeah, in this whole situation. I think that's spot on. Uh, I think, uh, you know, there is the other side of the aisle. It does exist, you know, and uh, <laughs> our approach to uh, to the guys and, and uh, them having an actual say uh, in yeah. well, what they're going to wear is very important. We take more of an approach to where uh, not only is the guy side of the aisle important, but also that the bride and groom can actually do the tuxedos together for a change. It doesn't have to be one side or the other making the choices. That's why we try to bring everything online to the guys and the girls, uh, the comfort of their own home. Yeah, and I like that. I do think that um, what you do especially, and I'm, you know, this is a focus on on uh, the whole package of being a groom, I suppose, but especially the when it comes to attire, I always find it quite weird when you read things, it goes, how to dress your man, how what he, should he wear? And you're also like, well, the guy's got to wear this stuff. He's got to have some sort of decision-making process in it as well. We can't just be – they're not dolls. Exactly <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Even though uh, sometimes we feel like scenery when we're at the weddings, um, you know, uh, yeah, we we do have feelings as well. Uh, (laughs) There are choices to be made. Um, And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, it's not only about looking great, it's about being comfortable as well. This is a good point you make because I think sometimes, and I, you know, my listeners would have heard me say this a million times when it comes to picking a wedding dress and uh, bridesmaids' dresses, that I think a lot of the time people forget about the word comfort and they think it's some sort of naff uh, part of the day. But actually, you want to feel comfortable because that's part of how you look good is feeling good in what you're wearing. 110%. Um, and it's sometimes kind of as an afterthought, you know, um, we get, uh, 
we got a lot of people that are, you know, looking to to dress to the nines, which is fabulous, you know, but they're sure. they're wanting to do it in, in mid-July in the south, uh, you know, and uh oh. and they forget that uh, you know, they might have uh, Uncle Joe over there in the corner passing out from heat exhaustion if they're not careful. So, I think nowadays it's important to walk the line of not only looking great, but also understanding that it all comes together whether it be um feeling comfortable in your uh in your garments and also uh playing to where your venue is, uh, indoor, outdoor, uh, et cetera, et cetera. That's, uh, that's definitely something to be aware of. So many people forget that. And I, I, you just made me think about it. I had a, a, a bride chiller write to me a couple of months ago, and she was from, um, I feel like it was Charlotte. Okay. That yeah. yeah. And she was sort of saying that she, they were getting married in the summer, and she had always sort of imagined this quite beautiful outdoor wedding. And she talked to her wedding planner about a two o'clock wedding. And then something I had said had triggered her going, What the hell am I doing? This is we're all going to melt. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, you got to think as much as you can have that imagination of this beautiful, you know, as you said, everyone in tuxes and, you know, but you don't want them all completely melting away. That's not sexy. Yeah, and that's that's really the key too whenever you're taking a look at your garments is, uh, um, you know, playing to that weather and stuff, but also especially here in the U.S., and, and guys are all different sizes. You got your real thin guys, you got your big heavy guys, and I love them all, you know, and they're all, I think we all have that uh, group of buddies, and if you looked at them, uh, you just got all across the board uh, different body styles, you know. One of the things, you know, whenever you're thinking about your tuxedos and stuff is, you know, what's going to look great on all the guys? And that's something that, you know, again, plays to multiple facets here. You know, is, is it trendy? Uh, is it going to be comfortable? And then is it going to look good for your venue and your overall feel for your wedding? And so these are all things to consider and such. Time of year, obviously, is extremely important. And do you think also it's interesting you mentioned, because I also think it's really good for especially bride chillers listening to this and hopefully groom chillers as well to say a lot of time people spend a lot of effort on thinking about their bridesmaids, their maid chillers, as I like to refer to them, their attire. But then the guys are like this sort of afterthought where they go, yeah, I'll just put them in a suit, be fine. And you go, actually, you've just made a really good point that I think about all of Rich's friends and uh, they do come in all shapes and sizes. Guys obviously aren't cookie-cutter people. Um, and not everyone suits the same sort of look of, of, of attire. So how – do you, Nathan, as a guy, because guys communicate in a very different way to women sometimes, how do we um, go about choosing something that will suit everyone? And how do you communicate that in man language? Uh, say you've got, uh, I was going to say fat Phil, but that's not very nice, heavy set Phil friend, right. and then you've got skinny Pete, and they have very different, you know, shapes and sizes. How do we make them look good, feel good? If they're all going to look the same, do we have to all look the same? What's well, the deal? I think that's I think that's a great question, uh, and it's you know with our approach is uh, we like to say everybody's invited, you know, and I think that means something, you know. Um, when you look at your cast of friends that's going to be in the wedding, you don't want to have to pick and say this husky guy. I, I don't know if he's going to be comfortable or, or look good in his tux, so um, you know I, I don't want to invite him and have that type of issue. Right. And so mm. we took the approach from the start that everybody is invited. Um, we need to have a cast of sizes that's going to accommodate each particular guy. So, for instance, if you got, um, uh, you know, a skinnier guy, we want to carry sizes that are going to be a little bit more uh, modern fitting to them. 
right? It's going to not drown them out, make them look like they're wearing a box. However, yeah, because that looks terrible. (laughs) When you get into the bigger guys, um, we also carry every single size of a jacket. So like when you go, you know, from a 38 to a 40 or, you know, we carry actually a 39 as well. Because that one different, that one single size change can make a guy feel uh, comfortable and confident and not, you know, not feel like he's misproportioned within a jacket. When you approach this and you're looking at your solutions for what your guys are going to wear, you need to consider that the solution uh, as a whole is accommodating for all the different sizes and the different body types. So I think that, uh, you know, our approach has worked very well. We have guys that uh, have told us straight off the bat, you know, normally I, I've never worn, a, I never wear suits because I've never looked good in them. And it's because that they're pulling them off the rack and they're not really getting taught how to wear the suit as well. You know, well, that's a good point because I think a lot of people don't, in, you know, you think about every day and I look around on the, I, I was coming home on the tube tonight and I was looking, knowing that we were going to talk about guys clothing. <laughs> and uh, I was looking around at all the guys, the businessmen, and it's really interesting now, I suppose a lot of jobs have moved moved out of needing to wear suits every day and that sort of smart casual looks in and I looked at out in Rich's wardrobe and he bought a lovely suit for our wedding uh, and it's in a bag zipped up and he hasn't really worn it again which is why again when we came into this partnership I remember saying to you this is really great because so many people have no use really to purchase spend a thousand dollars on a suit when they're only ever going to wear it once or you know really yeah, for so sure. it's good. So, uh, so we like to take the time to kind of empower the guy and give some education. Um, you know, again, I think you hit it on the head. We have a, a lot of gentlemen that come to us, and they, you know, they have a, a corporate job, or, or maybe they're uh, uh, they work outdoors a lot, and they just don't wear suits, and they've never worn one. And so, we take that time to kind of approach that and say, "Hey, look, that's not a problem. Let's let's talk about uh, how a fit works." You know, and and so we. We think that's very important because that's what's going to help them in the long run uh, once they receive the garments and, and uh, again, feel comfortable uh, in what they're wearing. I, I like that. Now, Nathan, I have a question. I put a call out for groom-related clothing questions. All right. And uh, I was very happy to receive a lovely question from Jessica Miner. She sent me an email and she uh, – look, I'm going to read. I always like reading a bit of praise. I have to do now this, Nathan. She said – I just discovered your podcast when it was recommended by, by my gal, Kristen, over at Stuff Mum Never Told You. <laughs> People, if you haven't listened to that podcast, it's, I'm going to say, fucking great. Uh, I've been listening to your show when I go running, so I haven't made it through very many episodes. Uh, I just jumped in uh, to the most recent, and I'm working my way back as I have time, luckily. I run very slowly, so I get through a couple each run. Congratulations to you. I think we have to just give her a little round of applause for exercising, Jessica. (laughs) So she says uh, she's now answering a call for groom-related questions. Our wedding is taking place in mid-September of this year. Ooh, it's coming up. The ceremony will be outside, so we want we want just dress pants and shirts for grooms slash groomsmen attire instead of the whole suits. It's probably going to be way too hot for the groom groomsmen attire, uh, and it's our only option. Just taking all of the guys to the mall to buy the same outfit. The bridesmaids are doing rented dresses, so I would like to give the groomsmen a very similar affordable option. Look at this. I can't even make this shit up, Nathan. You're here, and I'm answering this question. Thank you for doing your best wedding research for me and for empowerment 
to basically doing just whatever I want on our wedding day. Respectfully, of course, all my love, Jessica in Seattle, Washington. There it is. So I thought this was very appropriate because this is why we're together. This is why you and I work together, Nathan. I love it. Uh, Yeah. um, So here's my thought on this. Um, Please. What we understand on our side is that it all comes down to how well the photos are going to look for the wedding, right? Um, at the end, that's the end result. It's what you're going to look at for the rest of your life. It's going to, uh, Facebook is going to remind you of it every year on the dot. This is, oh, it loves doing that, doesn't it? Right, it does. Um, and, uh, obviously, you know, uh, it'll be hanging on your walls and such. Um, so, um, I, I, I completely understand what it's like going through, um, especially the hot times of year. Uh, I'm being from, uh, being from Texas. What I can say is that I would always like to add a jacket, if not just for the picture's sake. Um, now, you can always dress down a look with just maybe doing some uh, something you can pop off after the pictures. Uh, you know, just have them hang on the chair. The jackets is what we're talking about. And doing like a uh, some sort of uh, maybe even suspender look that can help like keep it casual, but also still kind of fun. Reason being, you know, you know you're sitting there in the shirts um, and you're sitting there in the pants and guys tend to be a little messy, so you can kind of play at your own risk if you don't have <laughs> something to kind of uh, uh, cover up. You know, sometimes guys like to have a shot before the wedding. Sometimes they uh, uh, like to sit down, have that dinner, and get a little messy. Um, you got to really make sure that uh, you're getting all your pictures done at the right time if you're just going to play to that white white shirt for the whole. Have you thought of adding a man bib into the Menguin collection then? No, we've we we're into anything we can to help protect our guys. So, yeah, I bet. <laughs> it's definitely uh, crossed our crossed our minds a few times. Sure. We might just do them a giveaway and just put them in every box, just to, just to help protect <laughs> the garments too. I, I think that that's something you gotta you gotta remember what type of guys you're dealing with here. Yeah, we know you trust your fiance and such, but sometimes you know his college friends that are coming in from out out of uh, town and stuff like that. If you want to put them in a white shirt and think that they're going to be okay for four to five hours before the wedding, you got to just remember what you're risking there. She's probably going to get crazy. Just yeah. remember that. Yeah. <laughs> What do you what do you advise? Okay, this is a good leading question then because I'm fascinated. I'm always thinking about what you do, Menguin.com does. I think about what Brent the Runway does, and I think about what some crazy stuff that comes back to you. Mm-hmm. Do people go nutso, or do, are they generally quite respectful with the garments? Uh, you know, <laughs> for, the, for the most part, very respectful. We do get some stories, you know. Some, I bet. Let's tell them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of the things we actually say in one of our emails that said, you know, um, look, should you be returning this garment late um, and there's a fantastic story attached to it, please call us. You know, uh, <laughs> like uh, we've had we've had some guys that, uh, you know, basically try to, you know, a lot of guys try to do the splits, you know, in the dance floor. Oh, um, bless. So we, we have some uh, some ripped pants uh, probably is our most common uh, that come back. But, uh, you know, I say if you're going to go for it, you got to. You got to really push it to the limit. So I'm not- yeah, don't. If you're going to do the splits, don't be half-hearted. You just, I'm going to need you to do the full splits or not at all. Thanks, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. You, anything worth doing is worth doing uh, aggressively. You know? Couldn't agree more. <laughs> what happens when they return them with split pants? Do you uh, send them a money big bill, or are you nice about it? Of course, no, you're nice about it. Yeah, as a whole, we're pretty nice about it. Most of the time, they're split on the seam and they can be repaired. You know, um, good. 
you know, normal wear and tear is never something that we're going to uh, hold anybody over the coals for. I love, you know, what I love, I did an episode a couple of months ago about wedding tech and how wonderful it is to just meet through this podcast so many people (laughs) working in the wedding industry and the wedding tech industry and how inventive and creative this industry is. And I'm sure you've met a lot of people along the way that are running, uh, you know, similar sort of businesses, helping people making things easy. Because what I, I'm all about, you know, being bride chillers and groom chillers. And I really sort of bring that down to just making the less, the least sort of stressful decisions that you can ever make. And it really interests me some of these sort of inventive ways that people have come up to go, hey, don't worry about that. I'll just send it to you. Or don't worry about that. We'll figure it out for you and you never have to think about it again. It's It must be really fabulous working in this business. Oh, yeah. it's uh, Every day is different. I don't I, – I can't even say – I mean, I, we're in the wedding industry. We're in the uh, fashion industry. We're in the technology industry. I mean, it's uh, – You've picked a good trifecta. Yeah. I mean, lines are just starting to get blurred, more and more blurred, you know, uh, each day. And, um, the the amount of people working in on the wedding side of this industry that we've met that have just been uh, supportive has just been really, really phenomenal. It's something that we talk about all the time, just how blessed we are and how lucky we are to be in this, uh, be in this business. You know, at the end of the day, you know, it's not much to say, but we're in the business of love, you know, (laughs) helping people to connect and make sure that they're, some of them, they're the biggest day of their life, uh, you know, in terms of what they've been dreaming about since they were, you know, little to come true. So it's very humbling. I think you've summed that up really well. I think I sort of, I don't want to say fell into this, but when I started the podcast, I didn't really have any idea about these wonderful connections that I would make with wedding bloggers and vendors and meeting people like you. Like it's really, well, it's enlightened me, but also just makes me realize that when you find a passion, uh, and we've talked about this off, off air before, but you know, the idea that when you find that niche or niche, sorry, Americans, uh, that is, (laughs) that is something that you really love. And, and I think choosing to be in an industry where everyone's just digging, organizing this day of joy, it's really nice. It's really fulfilling. We work with a lot of wedding planners out there and and I got to tell you, you know, as a co-founder of this company and getting in this business, you know, we saw a need uh, to fulfill a a very, very terrible process that uh, myself being 35 had, had been through so many times before. And you're talking about going to shitty, and I know you're not saying this, I'm saying this, going to (laughs) shitty rental shops because you're a very professional businessman and, you you know, uh, I'm your friend. Uh, But the idea to say, we, I think we've all, if you've had a boyfriend or if you're the guy and you've gone along to these rental shops that sometimes smell a bit weird and are owned by an old fat man called Arthur, maybe he's not fat, who knows? But it's always this sort of experience where they, it's like you're a bit of an inconvenience. This is my personal experience. I've done this a few times and it's like, oh man, I don't ever need to go in one of those shops ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think when, you know, when we first got into this business, we were like, well, we're going to solve this problem. We're going to grow this business and et cetera, et cetera. But what we realized after the first few phone calls that we received, um, and we've done this all ourselves, you know, and talking to couples and talking to wedding planners all across uh, the U.S. And these wedding planners told us, they're like, just wait, you're going to have this moment. And it's hard to explain that you realize you're a part of something bigger uh, and you're not just a business anymore, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and a few phone calls go by and, and all of a sudden you realize you're talking to a bride, uh, you know, across the country and. And she's trying to build this perfect tux and she's got these plans that she's had ever since she was a little girl, you know, 
yeah, you're a part of something much bigger than just being a tuxedo rental solution. Um, again, that's where that humbling part comes in and, and we've just grown on it and that's become a core of like who we are uh, as a business and also as people. Um, and it's been a, a big part of our hiring process as we as we do grow. I love that. And I love your connection to penguins. And I can't believe we haven't even really talked about penguins because I love penguins. I've got some penguin stories to share with you, but I want to hear yours first. How did your well, tell me about your penguin support yeah. because it's pretty cute. So it's come, it's come a little ways. And, um, so when we, um, first started this business, obviously Menguin is just penguin with an M in front of it. Um, <laughs> penguin is always dapperly dressed. Um, but, uh, one of the things we always liked in just watching, uh, uh, the CEO has, has a CEO of our company has a daughter and, and, uh, uh, you know, you get to watching those movies and stuff, uh, the March of the Penguins, et cetera, et cetera. And you realize, and we learned that, you know, penguins choose a mate for life, you know? And, um, so what we started to do was, uh, we wanted to have a philanthropy attached to it. We wanted to be fun and we wanted to do something good in this world that was going to leave a mark. And, uh, we originally started out adopting penguins out of South America, um, out of, off of the Falkland islands. We found a, uh, scientist that actually, would physically go out, um, grab the penguin, clean them up, <laughs> in a very highly polluted area, and put them in a safe haven um, oh. there in a, in a reserve that he managed. Um, and so we built this kind of quote unquote army of penguins. Um, and uh, but what we realized kind of slowly is that we were really kind of treating a symptom, not solving a problem. And, and the problem with, that I think we we're all aware of um, is that uh, we have a high pollution issue in, in this world, and a lot of it is in the, uh, the oceans. We kind of went back to the drawing board and we said, look, we saved all these penguins, but what can we do that's going to help uh, leave kind of solve a problem, not so much just treat the symptom? As of World Penguin Day, April 25th, uh, we partnered or uh, launched our partnership with Oceana. The mission of Oceana is to help protect the oceans uh, and the wildlife that, that live in those oceans from man-made events, pollution, what have you. We launched that. It's been a, a big movement. Um, we're uh, symbolically adopting penguins for our brides and grooms. Um, if you're one of the lucky ones, you'll get a little penguin plushie in the mail with uh, oh my gosh, so a cute. little yeah, a little blank name tag. We'll ask you to name it and post it on social media to show your support for what we're doing. It's uh, again, this world we need to leave it better than how we how we found it, uh, so to speak, when we were born. So um, we believe wholeheartedly in what we're doing, and uh, it's become a, a pillar of our business. Uh, again, as we as we grow our found uh, our foundation of our company and stuff, this is these are the things that we believe in how we how we approach things. So that said, I, you, you have to name one because we did get you. Oh my gosh! So, oh my gosh! Well, you know what we're going to do? We have to ask our listeners. I feel like this is a really easy, wonderful okay. competition. Okay. I'm <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. Go to the Instagram page, and I'm going to tag in Menguin and, uh, of course, my Instagram as well. And we will get, we will put it to the people. I like. I feel like I think that's a great idea. I like. I feel like yeah, and and also, how about this? I will chuck in a bride chiller and groom chiller t-shirts uh, set to uh, for the winner as well. I love it. I love it. Yeah, um, I think that's a great idea. I will. I will send it overseas to you. So no. Do we worries. get to keep the penguin? Nathan, are they going to send the penguin? Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, the, um, yeah. So uh, the, the penguin plushie ends up being like a little gift, just from uh, kind of like you know, hey, look, you're getting married. You usually get it before you uh, before you actually tie the knot. So you need a little time to relax and stuff. So you'll you know, if you're chosen, you'll get a penguin plushie in the mail and help you relax a little bit before the big day. 
That's very sweet. I have to say, I also feel really connected to this endeavor because my dad, Dave, has been, and this is something I've never really said on the podcast, he is an Antarctic expeditioner and he has been traveling to Antarctica since 1972. And uh, he is one of Australia's most traveled Antarctic expeditioners and he has spent so many years down south. This is the bottom of the the planet. And uh, we have like so many penguin paraphernalia related things in our family home. I could not even, That's I can't kid about that. It's crazy. Okay. So next time you're there, you have to, you have to just start walking around, taking pictures and tagging us on Instagram. I will. When I go home over Christmas, I will tag some of the penguin stuff, but I have bought wherever I go and there's something that's penguiny. I send it to dad and he particularly loves emperor penguins. And so when he goes to Antarctica, it's really funny because they aren't, um, they don't, they're not scared of people because they've never had any reason to be scared of people. So when they go and do, um, the scientists go and do, uh, work, they, you know, they do studies on the penguins. You can go and wander around and they don't move. They don't give a shit. They're just like, wah, 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 wah. they just walk around. But it's always beautiful, you know, the story about the, the, the rocks that they have this courting ritual mm-hmm. where, you know, they will take a, a beautiful, they will go along, the guy will find a rock and take it to his mate. And it's sort of like a gift, like a little engagement ring. But she doesn't like the rock. She's like, go and get another rock, bring it back. I want a better rock. So he, he's it's probably the cutest beautiful. thing in the world. Yeah. I would say it's definitely up there. Top five that, yeah, that, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's extremely cute. And it is interesting the way that, uh, you know, their rituals that they have, you know? Um, and, uh, I mean, you know, look, I, I don't know if you saw the story that was, uh, posted. It was actually about an Argentinian, a Magellanic penguin, um, out of Argent, uh, out of Argentina, I believe who, uh, travels 8,000 miles every year to see the, uh, the guy that saved him whenever he was, uh, whenever the penguin was a baby. Um, uh, it's a story. He basically remembers the man. He was a fisherman, uh, caught him. Uh, I think he found him caught in a net and with it covered in pollution and uh, basically took him under his quote unquote wing and cleaned him up and, and kind of took care of him until he was able to, uh, to get out there and, and, you know, uh, fend for himself. And the penguin remembers him, you know, and I think that just has something about this animal, <laughs> you know, it's just a yeah. animal. So, yeah. Well, they're, they're pretty beautiful. And, uh, I'm delighted that we can uh, name one on behalf of Save the Day because that's oh, yeah. that's pretty nice. And look, uh, you know, if, if you people out there just want to show your support, you know, um, if you see a picture of a penguin, you'll be surprised now when you're driving around how many penguins are out there, pictures or what have you, uh, sculptures and whatnot. Um, take a picture, tag, uh, just hashtag Menguins Penguins and hashtag Oceana and uh, obviously the podcast and uh, – and, uh, yeah, we'll see what we can't build up in terms of a, a wall of just penguin-related support. I want super penguin-related paraphernalia coming your way. I love that, Nathan. I do. I, I think it's great. It's beautiful. And, look, I, I, I just wanted to uh, finish up today by just saying, uh, especially when it comes to attire and how you look 
I think guys should be given permission to want to decide and to feel stylish of their own volition as well. I feel like there's certain, I know a lot of the times it's the bride that has the dream quote unquote and all that sort of stuff, but also it's not bad to let your guy go off and have a bit of a think or peruse the website or go and try, go to a department store and try some on to get a feel for it or have the, like you said, you know, you can get the the, um, suits sent to them to try them on in advance, let them experience it. Don't be controlling, ladies. Look, Just I, be chill. I completely agree. Do it together. I mean, this is one of the things you can actually do together. Uh, go home tonight, you know, pop the uh, DVR on, catch up on your favorite show, crack a bottle of wine, sit your butts down on the couch and start building a tuxedo, you know. Um, I love that you just popped that in. That was very smooth. I thought I wondered where it was going to go. Just put a bit of wine, put on your yeah, favorite was, box set. I was like, oh, this is going to get sexy. And it's like, and build a tuxedo. <laughs> have have fun with it. You know, <laughs> you're not going to break the website. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, we are, we are here. If you you know if you need any help or what have you, and we do have a trial program. So uh, yeah, talk about that because now, I just want to say if people are listening to this and going, oh, Alicia's just done a big massive ad for Menguin. Well, that's true because. I have invited you and I want to be completely transparent with people. This is nothing. This episode has nothing to do with our relationship, our monetary relationship. I just think you're fabulous and what we do together is great. And I'm so grateful that you saw promise in sponsoring the podcast. And I know I've received so many amazing uh, Instagram posts and tweets about what you do and people going, oh, I never thought about this before. This is amazing. So that's why this is happening today. Uh, but I also am just delighted to be able to promote something that I really believe in as well. So yeah, um, yeah, and I'll be the first to tell you too. I mean, you know, we're we're not for every couple, you know, and uh, there's a lot of solutions. You have a lot of choices out there, you know. Um, but we we are a great solution, even if you want to do some planning and taking a look at what you would like for your wedding. There's no obligation. You can just go on the site and and build away. You know, um, if you do, if you are interested in a particular look, we do have a trial program. We're more than happy to let you see the tuxedo in person in your own house. We'll send it right to your door. It's something we really believe in. Uh, what we're here to do is just help people to stay away from uh, the quote unquote um, tuxedo rental hell that uh, we all went through. <laughs> I love that tuxedo. You said it so nicely and calmly, but we've all been to the tuxedo rental hill. I, I've said this, I think I said, told this story very briefly, but I want to tell it again. It's just that Rich and I were asked to be MCs at some very good friends wedding. And in, it was in Hobart, Tasmania. Now where I come from is a small, it's a small island at the bottom of Australia. And there were two, there were two rental stores in Hobart and they're both fairly shit. And, uh, they were both from like the seventies. You walk in there and you could have been in Fargo. So unfortunately this wedding was, I mean, fortunately it was amazing, but unfortunately it was like everyone, they, it was a black tie wedding. So mm. when we turn up, we weren't living, we were living in another state and we sort of booked the tux tentatively, you know, book, what does that mean really? Uh, and we turn up and every man and his dog was also there being fitted for this wedding on the morning of the wedding. And I said to Rich, oh, my God, you're hosting this thing. We're doing this together. We're standing up in front. What if this doesn't work? What if the suit is so awful or it doesn't fit? We have no backup plan here. So, you know, that was one of those moments of going, oh, we do not have a solution. Bar going to a department store and spending a 
ton of money buying a suit that he would never wear again. Right. And, you know, it was, I was nervous. And in the end he got the suit, but you know, when you picture a tux, I, I have, I've been to like two black tie events, like really formal black tie events in my whole life, Nathan. So I'm not, you know, it's probably, I'm probably not the number one person to make this statement. Come on now. (laughs) Come on, mate. (laughs) But you know, like the full snazzy black tie tuxy thing. But I picture it like with the tux, like, you know, you want to think like of the Obamas. And when I saw Rich this tux, he looked fine. But when I looked at the tux close up, I'm like, mm, this is thrift store tux. This is not what I imagined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got to really balance out what you really want in your look, you know? And uh, the thing I like the most about um, like a good looking suit or tux, you know, whichever way you want to lean, um, uh, the ability to dress up and dress down, you know, mm. uh, because uh, <laughs> it's just everything, you know, a, a a tuxedo, a good tuxedo, a good suit should actually reflect your personality and the way you wear it, you know? And so, um, and that's where that ability, you know, if you're a casual person, the ability to dress down a tux or uh, if you're very formal, the ability to dress up a suit, um, those things can go hand in hand and really like really uh, make you stand out amongst the rest, you know, if that's what you're going for. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, Again, that's why everything we we build everything around is seeing everything as much as you can before you make a decision, you know, uh, and being there to provide that education and also uh, walk you through any needs that you have. Um, yeah. questions you might have. So, well, you're very helpful. I've heard really good things from feedback from my bride chillers that have already utilized your services. And that makes me very happy. And yeah. fellas, don't be afraid to look fine. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean. Look, at the end of the day, again, Facebook's going to remind you of these pictures, you know? Yeah. Might as well rock the hell out of it, you know? Yes. My last question to you, Nathan, is in your warehouse of suits, do you ever just go in there and do a pretty woman-style fashion parade? (laughs) No. No, uh, we've been pretty busy (laughs) as of late, you know? Um, Our... Our uh, our warehouses are the backbone of everything. We have six of them uh, throughout the U.S. You know, so um, they're all uh, strategically located to make sure that people are going to get their tuxedo about seven days before the event. So there's plenty of time to do any, you know, sizing adjustments. Sometimes guys sit on the couch a little hard during football season, maybe pack on a couple pounds since they oh. measurements and stuff. So we don't hold that against them. We do all free replacements uh, and stuff like that. But uh, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I, I you know, we, we visit the warehouses on a regular basis, obviously. And, uh, um, you know, it's all business in there. Uh, you know, it's not, uh, I, I, I'll send you some pictures of, uh, one of our, um, aisles of ties and stuff that I, I believe I was in. And it was just, I mean, so many different colors, but, uh, I'll, I'll be sure to send you one of those pictures. I want to see the pictures. And I also want to sort of see you doing pretty woman style fashion bright. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'll put that on the list to do next time for sure. And, just for and I want, yeah, and I want the brutal woman or brutal man running behind it. We can make this happen. It would make we, me really no happy. No problem. You know me. Anything you want, I'll, yeah. I'm Thank you, Nathan. <laughs> All right. Well, look, if I'm so happy to have you here, and it was lovely talking sure. suits. And uh, you know, I just think it's great to be thinking a little bit more about the gentleman involved. And also I've neglected to say all episode, same sex weddings. I mean, you got two suits to be, 
to be sort of dealing with in a very positive way. So this is a whole other, oh God, it's a whole other podcast, Nathan. Yeah. Love is love. We support it all, you know? So, uh, yeah, I I just thank you for having me on. This is my first time doing this. So, uh, did you uh, enjoy it? Oh yeah. It's cool, man. Technology. I love it. You know, uh, uh, I, I, you know, kind of do wish we were in person. That would be cool. But, uh, I'm coming to see you. Don't worry. I'll come see you. Oh, please come to London and I'll come and walk through the big suit warehouse. I'm excited by that. All right. Uh, Yeah. If people would like to get in touch, I'm going to say this now, Menguin with an M, M-E-N-G-U-I-N dot com is where you can get in touch with Nathan and his crew and check out all of the wonderful suits and uh, opportunities that you have there. And you get to help me name the Penguin. I'm so excited about this. Super fun. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you, Nathan. And we'll talk again soon. All right. Happy days. Bye, guys. The Bride Chiller Podcast. Don't plan your wedding without it.